This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. On Fridays, we want to look at current events and the Bible to ask the question, what would Jesus say? to the Friday edition of the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Kenzie Joyner. On Fridays, we answer the question, what would Jesus say? Does the gift of prophecy still exist today? Well, does it? Does it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if we were going to have a big old blank spot right there for a second. Um, so I think we've actually done a topic like this before in the past, but I think it is very practical for us to talk about it again. And this yeah. is actually the first grace gift um, that is mentioned. We're going we're gonna to continue talking in our Romans 12 um, context for this morning. There you go. And the very first one, have gifts, having gifts excuse me, that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them, if prophecy, in proportion to our faith. Yeah. And so prophecy kind of spans across all of the different gift sets right? it really does. across yeah. scripture. If I think about Ephesians 4, I think about 1 Corinthians, I think about all these different passages. Uh, prophecy is the one that goes across it's, it. It's and, and if you look in 1 Corinthians 14, uh, this is Paul speaking. Sorry, big truck driving by. Uh, this is Paul speaking, um, and he says this, On the other hand, the one who prophesies speaks to people for their upbuilding and encouragement and consolation. That's 1 Corinthians 14.3. And before that, he says, it's great that you all speak in tongues, but I wish even more that you would prophesy. Um, And so to focus on that, saying the one who prophesies speaks to people for their upbuilding and encouragement and consolation. I mean, that's powerful. It is. That's so good. Yeah. And so, you know, you you tie this to the what would Jesus say question. And uh, this one's an edgy one for us because there are no red letters about prophecy per se yeah but it is something that was actively a part of jesus's life he did it to a lot of people yes that's right (laughs) and and he did it um he did it in the context with his disciples that's right um they were doing this and it's even a part of uh, some of the coming of the spirit prophetic messages from the old testament if you and then repeated again in acts 2 if you look at joel chapter 2 verses 28 and 29 it says this And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. Even on the male and female servants in those days, I will pour out my spirit. That's right. And so with the promise of the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. comes the promise promise of prophecy. Now, I kind of jumped ahead a little bit with the reference. I think a lot of us have in our minds, and I know I for sure did in my raising, Mm -hmm. that prophecy is when an Old Testament judge or an Old Testament prophet gets up there and says, if you don't stop what you're doing right now, (laughs) the Lord's going to come down in judgment and smite you and your family. And and they go on this big thing, and the kingdom will be torn from you. And that's the context that we think of prophecy. Paul gives the practical application of what it looks like today in 1 Corinthians 14.3. We already read this, but let's read it again. The one who prophesies speaks to people for their upbuilding and encouragement and consolation. 
if you think you have a word of prophecy for somebody and it's not for their upbuilding or their <laughs> encouragement or their consolation, you not you might not be you hearing from the not. Lord. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's a strong statement. What you might be practicing is a different gift that's not a part of this set that we've been talking about this week, and that's discernment. Right. And there's a difference. Yeah. Uh, there is a big difference. There's a nuance that would take a really long time to talk about, and we probably don't have time to talk about it today. Um, not quite. Not quite. Um, but if we keep it in this definition for the people, for their upbuilding and encouragement and consolation, then I think it will give us a great guide for how prophecy works. Right. Now, we haven't really answered the question other than saying yes, of does the gift of prophecy still exist today? Yeah. We can go down huge theological thought processes and scriptural trains, mm-hmm. and maybe sometime we'll do that. Yeah. Um, but today, I think the best way to answer this is to maybe share from our own lives of prophetic words that we've been given. Yeah. Um, and uh, to be honest... Uh, in my own life, I did not like a lot of the prophetic words that have been given because I didn't think that prophecy still existed. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's where I was coming sure. from. Um, if you had told me that First Corinthians 14 was a book of the Bible, or excuse me, a chapter of the Bible, mm. I would have told you, no, First Corinthians ends with chapter 13, the love chapter. <laughs> Don't you know that? That's, that's the, last the last chapter. Of it. And it's not. It's absolutely not. There's actually even a couple more chapters after that. Keep so, going, um, But that's just the way I was raised to it didn't even know those chapters existed. Right. We um, didn't read them in church. Oh, we did not. And so <laughs> um, we have to get to this position where we're open mm. because yeah. this is the best way. And I'm, I'm going to simplify this and maybe even oversimplify. Prophecy has two functions, mm. foretelling and forthtelling. Yeah. Foretelling says something that could happen in your future. Sure. And foretelling is calling something that doesn't exist into existence. Yeah. That's that's the the act of both of those things. For both of those, whether it's foretelling or forthtelling, it's more prophecy is more opportunity yeah. than it is fact. That's right. It's more opportunity than it is fact. So Kenzie could come up to me and give me a fantastic prophetic word. Mm. But it's up to me on whether I'm going to receive it or not. True. Um, yeah. and so Again, we're being a little ethereal with this. I'll just answer the question straightforward. My own experience, does the gift of prophecy still exist today? Yes, it does. Mm. Um, And here's some of my testimony of why. So um, probably, I guess it'd be five and a half years ago now. Yes, five and a half years ago now, um, my wife and I started to try and have children. And we kept this to ourselves that we were struggling. Mm. We did not tell anybody. In fact... We didn't want to tell anybody so much that we wouldn't even go to the doctor to find out what's going on. Um, And so um, we just, we weren't telling anybody. And I kid you not, I had three different people come up to me and say, are you and Natalie trying to have children? I just feel like the Lord has this word for you. And you know, they never even let you answer. They just immediately go into what they feel like the Lord has has given me. And one of them in particular, he knows who he is. He's probably listening to the podcast. Um, You know who you are. All he did was walk up to me and say, Jared, I have a word for you. And so I'm preparing for, okay. And you know, I'm still on the edge with prophecy at this point. Um, But I'm like, okay, well maybe... Maybe this will be interesting. Maybe he's got yeah. a scripture that he wants to share with me, something like that. And all he said was, Isaac. <laughs> and he literally stared at me like I'm staring at Kenzie right now after he said it. And there was probably a good 10 seconds of me waiting to see if he was going to say something else. And all he said was, 
Isaac. Isaac. <laughs> I was like, what the crap does that mean? And so we were in a desperate state because we were wanting to have kids. Abraham. And so I immediately thought of, well, Abraham and Isaac. Yeah. So is this the promise of a future a child? child? And, and it was in an, in an aspect that... And so we went a while longer. We were really struggling. And honestly, this is the word that pushed us over the edge to start sharing with people. Sure. And so finally, I just shared what was shared with me um, with another leader. And he said, well, have you ever read Genesis 26? I said, I'm sure I have, but yeah. I, I don't know. I don't well, know the passage right off yeah. the top of my head. And so he said, well, why don't you spend some time in Genesis 26 and just see, see what's happening? And so I went there and read, and that's where it says, Isaac sowed into the famine and reaped a hundredfold. Yeah. Now, if you had ever told me that a passage from Genesis 26 would change my life, <laughs> I never would have believed you, ever. Right. Because it just seems like a historical, this is just something that happened yeah, type background. <laughs> but what happened is God used the Logos, the Word of God, turned it into a rhema, the living Word of God in my life, yeah. through the prophetic use of people in my life. Mm, yeah. And so it was up to me whether I was going to take the prophecy that they shared with me seriously or not. Yeah. And I decided to take it seriously. Definitely. Um, it was an opportunity that I wanted to grab a hold of. So my wife and I sowed into the famine, yeah. and we reaped a hundredfold. Now we have a 14-month beautiful terror of a girl. <laughs> um, and she's amazing. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was an opportunity that we seized. Yeah. Um, what about you? What's have you ever had somebody give you a prophetic word and, and how it's changed your life? Yeah, I've had people give me words over the years, um, specifically about ministry, mm. um, how I would teach, and um, you know, possibly one day being a pastor and yeah. things like that. And so I've held on to those things, and I've just done my best to stay faithful. Yeah, and I've always seen God, you know began to use me even mm -hmm. here at ALC yeah. as far as teaching and uh, helping in ministry. Um, and so I've known that there's prophecy that's given and sometimes it takes a while yeah. for it to come to pass. Absolutely. Um, God will give you a glimpse of things um, well before it comes to fruition in your life. Yeah. And so prophecy kind of helps you hold on Absolutely. to what God said through the spirit, through someone else. Yeah. Um, and one time particularly I think of is, and this was more of a dream prophecy. Mm. My Here wife had a dream yeah. um, about us ministering with someone in a different state that yeah. we knew. And it was just a dream she had. The guy was there at our church. He prayed for her. And um, then we left with him yeah. after the service. And that was just her dream. And this was back in Texas at our old church. And within that week, mm. our pastor was calling us asking if we wanted to work yeah. full time with this ministry. Wow. And Vicky had just had a dream about That's this. Awesome. And so, um, you know, obviously that was God. So, yeah. um, especially in the context of ministry and a specific person yeah. like that's not just a coincidence yeah. um, and so that that's one instance as well yeah. um, and so and then of course about my marriage I've had prophecy about my marriage before me and mm -hmm. Vicky became married and, that's awesome. um, and so that it's just been an encouragement to me yeah. that the Spirit of God does work through people to yeah. prophesy into your life yeah, to absolutely. give you um, a word of encouragement yeah um, to, to hold on to as you continue on yeah. uh, each day and into the future of yeah. what, what God has for you because it's 
I think it's important that we can receive those mm-hmm. prophecies um, because it gives us hope. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it absolutely. might be in something that we don't even know God is doing. It's yeah. like, wow, we have a hope because absolutely. someone, the prophet, you know, God gave this person a prophecy for yeah. my life, and I had no idea. Absolutely. And what I want to do is I want to end this way. In Revelation nineteen ten, it says the testimony. The, excuse me, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Yeah. And so, if we want to break that down, the best way I know is we will overcome by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony. Yeah. And we will not love our lives unto death. Mm. And so, if you look in this line of thought, and again, I know I'm presenting something quickly. Um, love to talk about it if anybody has any questions later on. Yeah. But if we're willing to do this, it is our testimonies that can prophesy into another person's life. Right. Change. That's good. So it's not always God gives me a specific word for Kenzie and I'm going to go share it. Although it is that a lot of the time. A lot of the time what it also can be is God has done this in my life. And because he's done it in me, I can share it with others. Right. So my wife and I struggled with infertility for a long time. We, have, we had somebody pray for us that felt that they had the gift of faith for us to have a kid. Yeah. And it worked. Right. And we felt the gift of faith imparted to us prophetically to mm. proclaim that over other couples. And now they have had kids because we prayed for them. That's awesome. Now, let me clarify. Did they have a kid because specifically <laughs> I said the correct 100% words? No. Right. God moved on their behalf. I got to be a part. Yeah. And that's, that's the beautiful part of prophecy is God gives us opportunities to respond to words, but also opportunities to give them and be a part of somebody's life change. So, right. does the gift of prophecy still exist today? Yes, it does. If, you, yes. if you're not experiencing it, maybe it's something you should press into the Lord and ask. And guess what? You won't, you won't get to experience prophecy unless you're a part of the body of Christ. So, right. join us on Sunday mornings. Uh, we have time. The time for time is time, time. now. Yes. Time of time is now. Yes. So um, <laughs> you can join us at 830 on Sunday mornings for time. And then we have our regular services at 930 and 11. We hope to see you guys this weekend. Have a good day. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community in small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group.